Hey y'all, you're listening to the Shawana Speaks podcast and we are in our moms series. Moms is an abbreviation that stands for mothers on a mission to succeed. And throughout this series, you can expect to hear from amazing women that are making major moves in their careers and or business. And some of them are actually doing both. What I want to encourage all my listeners to do is to hear not just their success stories, but their struggle stories. I believe through authenticity and vulnerability, we are able to make connections through our journeys of parenthood. Some of us became parents at a young age and some of us became parents older. But the one thing that we can agree on is that parenting is a journey. It's a process and I am excited to talk about the different processes that we're all experiencing, finding those similarities and identifying the differences and making a community where we can all learn and grow together so without further ado let's get into this week's episode with my amazing special guest and hopefully you not only enjoy this episode but you learn from it as well let's get into it right now hey y'all and welcome back to another episode of the shawana speaks podcast of course i am your host shawana and y'all already know we are in our mom series now it is the first episode of the year so i have to say Happy New Year to everybody, y'all. It's been a couple of months, months, yes. It's been a couple of months since I've recorded my last podcast episode. And I want to say thank y'all for rocking with me. Thank y'all for reaching out to me saying, well, girl, where is the episodes? What's going on, ma'am? And y'all, so much has transitioned in my life since the last episode. And with those transitions, it kind of caused me to take a little step back from the podcast but I've missed y'all just as much as y'all have missed the interviews as much as y'all have missed the episodes and I'm excited to be finally dropping an episode for y'all this week because we are getting right back into our mom interviews but the interviewee for this week is going to be somebody that y'all are very familiar with and that person is me Um, I'm going to be not interviewing myself, but definitely going to be um, just chatting with y'all and talking to y'all about the purpose behind moms. I think that I like literally just dropped my first episode, never came on here and told y'all the backstory behind it, the reasoning behind um, me creating moms. And so today I want to do that. I want to get into why we have moms, where this thing even came from, the history behind it, and then also talk about my own mom's journey because I think it's important for y'all to know me and the things that I go through as well or I have gone through um, to literally just adopt the mindset of being a mother on a mission to succeed and, um, you know, just a little get to know me type of thing, like what my story is and how this came about. So granted, um, moms was birthed actually in a family life class that I took in college in 2016. Um, I had returned to Winthrop University. I returned to Winthrop um, after I had KJ. Um, I had my son in 2013. I transferred to Coastal winter 2014 and I returned to Winthrop spring 14. So 2014, um, I decided to go back to school, but I thought that I only had two years left of school. I ended up having three, but 
in the, either way it goes, um, it was just an amazing journey for me. And being in class, um, this class that I was in, we had a project to do. I think it was an end of the year project or end of the semester project. And one of the things that she wanted us to do was basically create a nonprofit that we could possibly make a reality, something that could actually come to life. And I remember um, being like, I know I wanted to talk to moms because I had gotten pregnant when I was 19, had my son when I was 20. And I, one of the things that I had realized even before this project came about was the fact that there are so many teen pregnancy prevention programs, so many teen pregnancy prevention movements. Um, but there are prevention programs. But what happens when it's not prevented and it actually takes place? And I think that's like retroactive. I'm not sure. But I know that at the end of the day, I wanted to speak to women like me, girls like me, girls who felt like, dang, my life is over because I'm pregnant when I'm in college or I'm pre my life is over because I got pregnant before I even um, made it to college, before I even graduated high school. And so I wanted to have a support group and a support system for those women. And I wanted it to be impactful and also empowerful and powerful. I think that's what, impactful and empowerful. Empowerment. I don't know. I know English, but anyway, <laughs> that was one of the things that I wanted to do because I realized that my experiences are not my own. Like I'm always going through stuff. And the one thing that I always tell myself is I know that I'm not alone. I know that there's somebody else that could benefit from my experience. And so my experience will always become my expertise so that I can help somebody else get through what it is that they're going through, especially if I've already gone through it. And so um, birthed out of that was Moms, which was Mothers on a Mission to Succeed. And I did really, really well on that assignment because I was very invested in just being a help and being a beacon of light to um, potential women or my created audience, which was literally like a real life actual audience, right? So 2016, that happened. And um, last year, I was just thinking about the direction that I wanted Shawana Speaks podcast to go in. And I know that like there's some podcasts that do series and I feel like Moms is a series, but I also feel like it's so much bigger than just um, me interviewing women. Like I want us to come together at some point um, in person and do different events or just being able to come together and have a support system in a group. Like momming is not easy and it's definitely not... It, it, Depending on how when you have your kid, I feel like, um, especially at a young age, it doesn't get any easier. And I remember um, just feeling like nobody else understands. Nobody else gets it. And I just wanted to talk about moms. I wanted to see, um, like last year, I would just remember thinking about all the moms that I know, the cool moms, the moms that y'all have heard on my podcast, the moms that practice conscious parenting, different stuff like that. And I was just like, I want to hear their stories. I want to know how they're navigating this mom things. Cause you know, you can see people and you'd be like, they are dope mom. They're a great mom, but really people don't be knowing the half like, Oh, they killing the game. They doing it. Da, da, da. But bruh, uh, I'm, I'm going through it. <laughs> things are happening every day. I don't know what's going on. And so I wanted to get into that because I love a success story, but I know that my struggle story is what made me the person that I am today. That struggle of um, having my son at 19, being pregnant in college, getting home, having to take a semester off, um, 
what else did I do? Oh, raising my son basically by myself. Um, and no, sh no tea, no shade to nobody. But my story is that like, I literally had to raise my son by myself since the first week of him being born. After that, it was just me. Of course, my mom, I had a support system, but him, he and I, his, my, his father and I did not work out. Um, and not a week after he, I had him, but he had his life going on and I had to stay back home. So it was just a lot of stuff going on. So raising him by myself, working dead in jobs, thinking like I'm going to be at this place forever and having to tell myself like, no, this is not the end for me. I've been through so much. And I think the purpose of this, I know, I don't think, I know that the purpose of this podcast is to help other women know like, yeah, you see me doing this. You see me doing the podcast. You see me um, traveling and speaking. You see me being a motivational speaker, but it, didn't always, it wasn't always like this. And the things that I've gone through have gotten me to this point in my life, which makes me feel like a mother that's on a mission to succeed, to overcome um, the struggles that that 19-year-old, 20-year-old girl had to face, the thought process that this is always going to be my life. Like, I'm just, my life is over. It's not that. It's not that. Okay. So um, I'm going to basically like interview myself. There's going to be a some questions that I ask people that I'm going to ask myself or just talk about on here. So one of the things that um, I want to talk about is how I got into basically just like motivational speaking and public speaking. And honestly, I started speaking after I went back to Winthrop. I don't know what prompted me to start getting on Snapchat. And I would call them like Snapchat sermons. Like, you know, we, when Snapchat first came out, you had like 10 seconds to make a, 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 a um, story, I guess. But I used to be on there like four minutes, three, two, three minutes, just talking. And one day somebody was like, you know, you need to start posting these videos to Facebook and all this other stuff. And that's when I started doing and it made me realize, like, you have a lot more wisdom in you than you realize. And the things that come to you as common sense aren't as common to other people. So start sharing your gift. And that was one of the things that I realized. Like, I have a gift for speaking. I have a gift for people. I have a passion. I used to tell people all the time, people are my passion. And I just want to help people. Like I said earlier, when there's an experience that I have, I feel like my experience can become an expertise and I can help somebody else along the way. And so once I realized that, I really started just, you know, talking. And I created Shawana Speaks, I think, in 2018 um just as a youtube channel and once i got into youtube and i realized that um you know you're gonna have to actually sit down and edit this stuff i was just like this too much so i then got into podcasting um dang when did i get into podcasting it's 2024 probably 2021 2021 um, after I had a Facebook show with my ex co-host, um, we had, can we talk Tuesdays where I would, we would come on, um, and he and I would just discuss different things that, you know, people might want to talk about, but they don't want to talk about it on their own. So they would just join the conversation. And that was a really dope run for us. I can honestly say that was probably one of the funnest things I've done in my life. Um, I do miss it. I think about going live a lot but i don't know i'll see i'll think about it y'all let me know what y'all how y'all feel about that if y'all want me to start going back live because i don't know what's going on um i think I, I i i know that our paths have definitely um gone differently we're on two different paths 
um but you know i do miss it like i said so in the event that y'all want me to start going live and going back live with motivational mondays because i started doing that afterwards then let me know but um that's how i got into that um my relationship status when i became a mom let's talk about that so i was in a relationship with my son's father uh we had been together for a year but we had known each other for about we've known each other i knew him since i was 12 i got pregnant when i was 19 i think that's seven years so um we had known each other for a very long time i was very much so a lover girl and i wanted to be loved very very badly so and that time when i think when i look back on it now i'm 30 now i did not know myself i did not know who i was um i needed somebody to validate me i need somebody to be there for me and so because we had known each other for so long that history kind of became a little bit of like that history for me felt like a forced loyalty like i gotta be loyal to you um, we gotta do this we gotta be together this type of thing and um you know the older I get and I look back on me getting pregnant and me being in that relationship and me feeling like oh that's gonna be my forever although I never I really honestly truly wasn't on oh, no oh I want us to be married or whatever but I can tell you that I wanted a family and I think for a lot of women a lot of girls that have that mindset we are ready to endure we're ready to endure a lot um in order to just have that because being a single parent at the t- at that time for me was not something that I wanted to do and if you grew up in a single parent home like I did you don't want to repeat that cycle and so I was willing to stand through anything to just say that I had something, to say that I had a family, and I wanted my family so, so, so bad. Um, and like I said, I known him seven years prior to me getting pregnant, and so there was a lot of things that had already transpired between the both of us. Um, because I would not sit up here and say, "Oh, you know, I was, I didn't do anything," but there were so many things that had transpired before us that we should have been left each other alone. I will say that. Um, and in hindsight, I knew that the broken part of me couldn't have, I didn't want to because I loved him in my mind. I loved him. This is love. This is what it's supposed to look like. You're supposed to go back and forth. You got to go through some things in order to, you know, make it and it's going to be all right. Like if I can say anything to anybody, I will say that if it does not feel healthy, nine times out of 10, it's probably not. If it is hurting you more than it's helping you, that's called toxicity. And I know that we have, um, well, I ain't gonna say we, but that has been normalized, but it's not normal. It's not normal to feel less than it's not feel, it's not normal to feel like I'm fighting for this and they're not, it's not normal to feel like, oh, we just going to be in this for the long run. And I don't care who I got to fight. I don't care who I got to uh compete with and that's not that's not a normal thing either to be in competition with another female for your quote-unquote man or your baby daddy just because that's your baby daddy or we're gonna be together forever and nobody else about to be coming through be coming in between us and you better let them hoes know no 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 
there's so much more um to life than that so i pray that if you are stuck on having a family, I hope you realize that there are different families that can be had. There are extended families. There is a new nuclear family. There are bonus or extended um, families, like step families is what I'm really trying to get at. Like there is a man out there that will love you and your child or children, whatever it is. But the health of a relationship is so important. Um, I always tell people it's not about the length of a relationship. It's the strength of it. And knowing him for a as long as I did, um, that length meant more to me than the strength of it until I had a come to Jesus moment. And I had to come to myself when I met Jesus, I met me. And so, yeah, um, being able to have that, um, wait, awakening, I guess. And that within itself is such a long story. So I would have to do another podcast episode about that. But knowing that I had the strength to walk away from that, I'm most proud of that in my mom's journey. Um, that's a question that I do ask moms. But that's one of the things that I'm glad that I had the ability to walk in, I walk away from that. Because when I walked away from that relationship, I ran straight into me and into God. And my relationship with him grew closer. And that's literally when I learned the difference between religion and relationship. So I'm so grateful for that. Um, it was a trying time. It was definitely a trying time because I was 20. Uh, I was about to be 21 when I did that. But it was the best decision I ever made. I'm not going to lie. So the next question is take me back to the day you found out you were pregnant. Two lines on the stick. What happened next? I slid down a wall. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um... I decided to take that pregnancy test Martin Luther King Jr. weekend in 2012 and I'll never forget it. I, my son's father came to visit. He was in college at the time too and I just knew something wasn't right with me and so we went to Walmart. I got the pregnancy test and um, I got back to my room and I decided you know I need to take this pregnancy test or whatever. So my friends left. They were going to uh, a party and he was in the room with me and I went ahead and I took the pregnancy test or whatever. And I set it on the dresser, scared. Them two lines came up and I just handed it to him. And he looked at me and I looked at him and I just, I remember falling. Like I remember dropping. Um, and at the time we had this like air mattress in the middle of our dorm room because I forgot who was staying in our room that weekend but we had an air mattress in the middle of our dorm um and I just remember falling crying and I was like I don't know why but I immediately was like how am I gonna tell Jahara which is my mom's youngest sister like I didn't I didn't think about my mom I thought about my aunt and I I guess because we're so close and I had this plan we had this plan for my life like I was going to go to school I was going to finish in four years you know all the good stuff and so I remember that happening and I remember just, um, you know, like I said, saying that and afterwards, like we just knew that we had to have a kid. And I remember a couple of weeks later I went home and I told my mom and I was crying, boohoo crying. I was like, I found out that I was pregnant two weeks ago. I don't know what I'm going to do. And immediately her response was, you go finish school. That's what you're going to do. She wasn't mad. She wasn't upset. It was just, you gonna finish school y'all 
that had gave me so much so much um reassurance like i'm okay girl you is fine and you know they automatically say that whole you don't you're not the first you're not you ain't the first you ain't gonna be the last but i didn't want to hear that <laughs> so anywho i went back to college um well i knew i had six semester off so i had kj when i was 20 in august of 2013 and i took a semester off and after i took a semester off i um what did i do oh after i took a semester off i decided to transfer to coastal um and coastal was cool i was commuting every day an hour there an hour back and it just became too much like it became way too much and i remember stopping on the side of the road probably like my class was at 8 a.m and so imagine like you have 8 a.m classes you get out of school at like 4 45 you gotta go back home which is in five o'clock traffic you get home you gotta do assignments with a newborn and then you have to wake back up at five o'clock hoping that your child does not wake you up before then and you gotta do this all over again and it was way too much and I just remember asking, like, can I go back to Winthrop? Will y'all take him? And my mom had no problem with it. My dad, nobody did. So I ended up having to do that. So once I did that, um, I went back to Winthrop in August 2014. And that was really one of the best decisions I could make, even though it was really hard because I had to leave KJ at home. And I thought that I only had a year, a year and a half. I thought I had two years. It ended up being three. That's what it was. I ended up I ended up being three. And he was home with them. But I he was never made to feel like a burden. Was it stressful? Yes. Um, especially for somebody like I'm they're not his mom. And so it's kind of frustrating days where I'm getting calls and they're like, he did this today, he did that today, and I'm three hours away. Like, what am I supposed to do? And I received a lot of backlash for that. A lot um and people try to play in my face they did but um anyway long story short I ended up finishing college in 2017 and he ended up moving with me after the fact and we had a really good run in Rock Hill for a year but um after having him by myself I was like sis we gotta go home like it was just way too much. And I remember calling my mom like crying and she was like, come home. And I'm just thankful for that. Let's talk about the support system because being a mom is not a job that I feel like we are supposed to do alone. Granted, I understand that there are some people who have parents that don't want nothing to do with their child or them. I understand that there are people who have an opposite experience of I ain't letting my mama keep my child. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing it. And to y'all, there is no, sh no tea, no shade. There's no shame in either aspect. But for me, I needed that. Like, and a lot of people say, you know, they coddled me or whatever, but it is what it is. <laughs> I'm here for the support. I'm grateful for the support that I have. And for the people that was like, no, we're going to do this. You focus on, on, on finishing school. We got this baby. And that's what we did. Um, so having to be able, I mean, being able to have that um, was very, very helpful. 
Because after I found out I was pregnant, one of the things that I struggled with is believing that I would have a life. Like my life was over. And, you know, a lot of people say, you know, it ain't about you no more. It's about the baby. I get that. But you still have to be good as a person before you can ever take care of another little person that you're bringing into this world. And I did not too much have to struggle with that. I did have to struggle with figuring out who I was. That was always, always something that I had to worry worry about. Like, who am I? What am I doing? And in that time, I was able to figure myself out. Um, being in college, but also being at home a lot by myself um, caused me to be able to go on that self-discovery journey. And I'm grateful for that. I really am. Um, so, what? No, I'm podcasting. Are you good? <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> My boyfriend's so funny, bro. What are you doing? It's fine. Tell the people, hey. Hey. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey. What are you doing? So, yeah. That's what happened then. One of the questions that I have is, how did that change the way you saw your future? And I guess I basically answered that. Like, I I was hopeless, but after talking to my mom and everybody else, I was very much so hopeful about us having a brighter future. Um, But that was the hardest part for me. And the hardest part about motherhood for me was, like I said, leaving my son. But also after we came back home, after we moved back to my hometown, after I graduated. Um, one of the things that was hard for me was overcoming shame and guilt um, for even having to move back home. I was a little bit ashamed because I'm like, oh, I went off to school. I left him home and now I'm back where I was. Like I could have just stayed home. But I realized now that that was all a part of my plan or God's plan for me to continue to discover who I am and also have the support of the people that love me the most. Excuse me. So that was hard. And also overcoming postpartum depression and pregnancy PTSD because I was extremely afraid of having another child y'all like I told myself the toddler stage was so hellish for me and I was like I'm never having another child kid just going to be an only child for the rest of his life because I'm never ever doing this again this is ghetto I can't do it and 10 years later I am currently expecting and I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that this is going to be, or this already has been one of the greatest journeys. So I already know that like once my child, my new baby gets here, um, it's just going to be a different experience because of how it's already played out thus far. So I'm super excited about that um but overcoming that was a journey like it literally took me 10 years to be okay with that um with saying oh I, I probably can do this again and so here I am doing it again it is not scary I'm not nervous I'm not worried um 
it just feels right. Like this is what's supposed to be happening, if that makes sense. So KJ is 10 now and in May I'll have a newborn. So I'm excited about that. I really am. Um it's been a journey. I can't I like there's nothing else I can say. Like it's been a journey, but it's been a beautiful one. I can say the least. Um so one of the things that I am gonna talk about is when I realized my life mattered just as much as KJ's. And that was literally after I decided to become single as a mom. Um I think that's when I really delve into myself and really started questioning the things that I wanted and the things that I had allowed and who I had become and what shaped that. Um, and I think it was more so not even what I went through, but why I allowed it. And I don't think a lot of times we realize like we are fully responsible um, for the heartbreak that we experience in certain areas. Like we want to blame somebody else, but I started telling myself, I think it was like at 22, granted I'm 30 now. So at 22, I started telling myself, I have to take accountability for the part that I played in my own heartbreak. And I would tell myself that consistently because it was a truth for me that I had to face. And once I started facing that, I started fixing my life. It is easy to say, oh, he broke my heart. It's easy to say that he played with me. It's easy to say he took advantage of me. But when you start having the hard realizations and having the hard conversations with yourself to say, but I allowed it, but I stayed, but I went through that. I, it was me. You actually start developing into a brand new person. And that is one of the things that I had to do. I had to take accountability for what I had allowed in my life and then take back the power in order to change my life. And I think that was another reason why I started getting into Shawana Speaks because, again, I'm not the only person going through this stuff. I'm not the only person experiencing this. I'm not the only person that's been done before because sometimes we play fool. Some people play fool. Some people stay fool. And I knew that I could not stay the fool once I knew what I knew. And so um, just being able to come out of that, like that is so empowering for me. And as I look back over my life, like I'm not that girl no more. And I, that was, that's been my consistent confession, especially with me being pregnant now. Like people are like, oh my God, how you feel? And I just keep saying, I'm not that girl no more. Like I'm not that little girl no more that was scared of herself or scared of her voice um, that couldn't speak to people or that couldn't speak up for herself. Like I'm not that girl anymore. And it makes me feel so good that the goal, one of my goals was to not get pregnant again in my twenties. And I didn't. And there has been a shift, not saying that age automatically, um, brings about maturity, but I think the age gap for me has brought me to a place of self appreciation, um, and I've done so much work on self now that being pregnant at 30 is a different type of move for me. Like it's a different feeling 
for me going through it versus looking back when I was 20 years old and just praying that it worked out, praying that um, God will make this person like be in my life for as long as it is or for even us just having a family like it's so different for me now because I don't have to pray for that. Like I see that this is something that's going to be for the long run. And so I have so much has shifted in my life. So a mindset has shift has taken place in my life. So I'm grateful for that. Um, and just for being a mother on a mission to succeed, being able to be in school, um, as I'm currently pursuing a master's in mental health counseling and school counseling, um, working and just, Finding a rhythm and not doing it alone. Like in the event that I would have to do it alone, I think I would. But there is a certainty now that lets me know that that's not the case for me. So I'm excited um, for that and for this journey. Um, I think that I am... In a good space. I don't think. I know. I'm in a really, really good space. And I hope that as y'all listen to this episode, that you all realize that change is possible. That life does not always remain the same. That when you shift your mindset, what happens in your mind first will take place in your life. And one of the things that I always told myself, even not throughout this journey, is this is not going to be my life. Like, this is not the end for me. When I was working at Walmart, seven months pregnant, nine months pregnant, and they would call me the pregnant girl. I used to always tell myself, this is not, this is not the end for me. But it felt like it. Like, but life does change. It does happen. Um, it can happen for you. But you just got to put the work in. And you got to keep going. I want people to understand, like, please keep going. Do not allow yourself to stay there. I don't care what you're experiencing right now. Keep going, keep thriving, keep pushing and keep dreaming because everything that you want to happen can and will happen in due time. Like, but it will never happen if you keep telling yourself that it won't. It will never happen if you keep using your children as an excuse because children are a very great excuse to not continue to pursue anything. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't do that. I don't have this. Find a way. Find a way. And if you cannot find a way, pray to God and he will make one because he makes ways in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Like he will make a way for you when you do not see one. So I pray that again, this is encouraging. This is empowering because that is the purpose of moms, which is mothers on a mission to succeed. And I pray that you remain one. Um, I hope y'all get excited about this week's episode and the, and the weeks to come because we are back. <laughs> um, um, it's been a minute, but I'm excited to be back for the new year, 2024, and we will have a different guest on next week. So thank y'all so much for listening, and I will see y'all on the next episode of the Shawana Speaks podcast.